Feed me. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're all having a good one. Thank you for joining me. Instagram and TikTok streaming live. You can uh, swing on over here to Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and at Ryback on Twitter with this. You guys are the co-host of this show. Your questions are answered by yours truly to the best of my ability. Super chats are brought up on the screen and greatly appreciated. The big guys, Starbucks, uh, Starbucks fund, shoulder scar tissue massage fund, and and, and legal fund <laughs> in combination. So it, it's greatly appreciated with all of that, guys. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you've got a moment to swing over there. You know, or if you listen to the show on, on any of the podcast platforms and this podcast, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan friendly for men and women, he, she, and the on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20, that's RYBACKSHOW20, at the end of the checkout process on feedmemore.com. We've got all the merchandise as well. I'm wearing the only gain shirt. Uh, here, this is our number one best-selling shirt on the website for the merchandise. We've got sweaters and, and hoodies and long sleeve shirts and tank, tank tops. And we've got everything very, very, very good quality on all of that. Very comfortable, great material. I like to wear the 4Xs. Personally, I'm a 4X guy. I'll throw out a 3X every once in a while, but I like the 4. The 4 gives me just enough room to be comfortable uh, and, and be the big guy with that. So check all that out, guys. And also this month, you get a free bottle of our Brain Feed Memory and Focus Support with all your orders. Just select it as your free gift at the end of when it pops up on your screen when you're adding items to your cart. And uh, we will be giving that to you for free, a $34.99 value. No charge at all. And if you like Alpha Brain by Onnit, you're going to love my Feed Me More Nutrition Brain Feed. Thank you very much. Jack Swolesman uh, says it's always a pleasure getting a a bag of supplements from the big guy. Thank you. Thank you very much for supporting Feed Me More Nutrition. I do encourage you guys to sign up for the text and email program. Um, every week, massive discount, but not made available to anywhere else. And it's my way of, uh, it's been a very good program for us uh, with an over 80% returning customer uh, rate every month. It, it, it's it's my way of saying thank you to all of you that have, that have made Feed Me More Nutrition a success and helped with all of this during, you know, despite everything going on. Uh, and and I guess we'll start the show off with that before I get to your super chats. The I had the uh, my Ryback trademark deposition this past Wednesday here in Las Vegas. I'm not going to get into, into like specifics talking about all, any of that, which I don't, it, it, went, it went well. It went as expected. And uh, they did what we thought they were going to do. And they stayed away from uh, the the two most important aspects of why they're not going to win uh, the thing, which is, but it doesn't matter. Essentially, it was almost like a waste of time, in my opinion, in the fact that it's not going to, 
uh, influence, I, I really don't believe, of the outcome of this. Uh, and then they've submitted all their stuff, and, and I've looked over that briefly. I've got to sit down and, and really go over it. Um, some of them were waiting for, like, the transcript of, of the deposition. It was about a two-hour process, and, uh, and it was just one WWE attorney who's been handling this. And uh, and then we had words we talked afterwards and uh, and, and just made it known, you know, that the uh, Hunter got my message about this and them saying they wanted to quote unquote repair the relationship. And again, and like they're, uh, and I just simply told him, I go, well, a conversation needs to take place. And I've, I've made it known that I'd prefer a face-to-face conversation um, because I, regardless of like, if they agree to my settlement terms or not on the, on the, as far as the monetary amount with that, like it's, I'm gonna, I, I told him like, I go, I have no fear of like losing. I don't care if I lose on this. You guys can't take anything away from me that you've already not taken away. Like as far as what you try to do, like on my social media and stuff. And and they're never going to admit to any of that. They never, never will, even though there is, it is in the, in the settlement and uh, they will never admit to, to what they have done on any of this. Um, but they don't legally want me to win this if they would. And they, and that's why they're willing to settle and give it to me. Uh, and they won't abandon it. They could, they could have just abandoned this, by the way, but that would allow me to publicly win by default. And so, and I know they don't want that because it's going to open them up to the verbiage of their contracts just has to be challenged because a lot of it's BS and, and a lot of how they got that stuff signed is BS with it. And it's the trademark expired at the end of the day. I am legally Ryback Reeves. I use the trademark. I own all aspects of the brand. I created all aspects of the band brand, which is why I own it all on that. And they are not going to be able to, I firmly believe they're not going to be able to award them the trademark, regardless of anything and any of the verbiage in their contracts, because they abandoned it. They quit using it six and a half years ago when I left. And when I spoke up on everything, they didn't make anything. They didn't, they didn't, they have not done anything with the Ryback name. They can't give it. They're not giving it to anybody else. With that, that backfired at the time they tried to do that with Razor and Diesel, right? So it would it would only make me more popular doing that, which they're not they're not stupid. They're they're aware of that. So um, but we'll see. And I've, I'm keeping a, you know, I could have a very uh I've I've this has gone on so long and I've I've done so much work on, on keeping my emotions in check at this point in time. You know, I'm 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 thrilled that this part is over personally and ready to and like and it still has more months to go, but we're at the very end. Like that, I'm pretty much. I have very little left. I have to do outside of maybe a, a couple things, and uh, I'm optimistic, regardless that that I'm going to win it. And I, but I do think that at some point it would. Uh, I think a conversation is going to take place at some point. And I and I and I've already told them. I go. I want it with Hunter and Stephanie. And I said, everything needs to be laid out on the table. I've said my piece to them already in a, in a statement. And and, uh, and it's just going over stuff. And regardless, at the end of it, at the end of it, I don't care what comes. I don't care if they if they if they don't want to agree to the to the monetary amount on the settlement terms, then I have that closure of okay, we're never gonna ever do business ever again. As I've said, like unless these these things of the past are made right. And there's just no, that's going to be on them with that, but at least everything will be put on the table. Okay. I'll go ahead and win this. And then I'm going to go on and I'm going to, I'm going to get back and I'm going to do my thing. It just won't be there or it's going to go well. 
there's going to there's going to be communication and we're going to go okay we're going to fix this okay great that's all that i wanted and then let's go so it's one of two things and i'm not even going to and that's it it's just too much but I, it's it's very personal obviously and and you guys have seen that over the, the course of this and and i and i do not believe you know like i said they're not going to admit it what they have done and what they when they wanted my social media and did not get it and what they have done on that end of things is so wrong. It's so illegal on so many levels. And uh, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but I've allowed, it's allowed me to prove my mindset even further, that hungry mindset. And, uh, and I firmly believe all is, all is going to be all right because I've always been protected at the end of the day. So that's that it's over and done with. And uh, now we just got to kind of wait and see. And uh, we'll, I believe if, if again, my, the timing of all this from my attorney, it, it would go to decision in March of next year. If that, and that's at the latest, uh, I believe it could happen. I'm hoping if it does, if we don't settle and we go, does go to decision, I'm hoping it's like early end of the end of the year, or early next year. But if not, I've waited this long, three, four, five, six months, not, not nothing to me at this point. So, uh, I just stay on the course, keep keep doing my deal, growing my business, getting my shoulder bigger and stronger and, and, and right healthy. That's been the saving grace of keeping me calm. It's not like I'm waiting to go back uh, and, and like this is like holding anything up. It's just I'm not doing anything until the shoulder is exactly and it's getting closer and closer. And I just believe it's all timed out really quite perfectly, uh, honestly. So uh, it is what it is. And that's where we're at. I'll know that. All right, let's get going. Yeah, I do have the ceiling fan blasting in here. Fake Ryback in WWE would be funny. Yeah, I would I would love to see them try that. <laughs> that would not go over well. And not able to do any aspect of the Ryback character that I did because I own the other side. <laughs> Fake Ryback. NWO Ryback. Who would who would play who who would play NWO Ryback? Who would WWE have to get? Would they bring back Lars Sullivan and like try to put him in a singlet? What would be what would be NWO Ryback? Super chats here. Thank you very much. I'm getting to seeing the super chats, guys. Ragav Chalwa, thank you very much. Coffee money. Can't wait for your return tonight. LOL. <laughs> that is right. We do have extreme rules tonight. And uh, as I've said, guys, that's the white rabbit deal is all a joke. And uh, you know, sarcasm is my second language, and I just know because it pisses off just enough people where they send like comments or messages to let me know that I'm not the white rabbit and they know and that like, but they get genuinely angry. And I go, what a beautiful thing. I just put, I throw a little white rabbit in my, in my, in my, in my name on all my accounts. And that pisses people, some people off. (laughs) Uh, And I just, and then they're just talking about me in their chat forums. It better not be Ryback. We'll revolt. We'll start a war. Tyler Sugru, Ryback Show regular. What's up, big guy? Hope all is well. Hashtag finish it. Thank you, Tyler. Good to see you in here on the on the on the podcast today. It's been a minute. GT versus uh GT versus Forza gaming. Uh, how do you feel about Wade Barrett being on SmackDown commentary? Great, fantastic question. I actually had it in my notes. On, on topics to talk about for today's show, I am I am uh, I, I talked to Wade 
And uh, when I'd, I'd heard the news on, on Twitter the other day and, uh, and, and just talked via text, um, and he seemed super pumped and excited, and uh, I just told him congratulations. He was very happy, I could say, in NXT. And uh, and I know he he, he did uh, an exceptional job down there uh, in representing the NXT brand. Uh, he, during FCW Florida Championship Wrestling, got put on commentary uh, by Dusty Rhodes, I believe when he was injured. Because we both had a, had a had, were out at the same time down there, and he he had, I think he tore his lat, had to have a major lat surgery, and it was it was like it was it was crazy. But he uh, and me and him, that's where me and him got a lot closer. We always like we 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 got changed near each other, and always would, would talk, and that's where uh, and always laughing, and, and we started really really getting along. Because I didn't know him outside of briefly meeting him which I've talked about in Louisville, Kentucky, when I wasn't with the company and, and he was, and uh, it was uh, just didn't know each other um, at all. Cause he, I, he was always, I just never was around him, but we had a couple interactions with that. And uh, he, uh, he, he did really well in commentary and F- FCW. And I think that that was always, he enjoys it so much and I, that's just from talking to him and you can just see he, he really really enjoys commentary because he's really good at it so i think he's the perfect fit and uh, i i thought it was inevitable I, I at some point and i told him i i didn't see him staying in nxt forever i just think that they're gonna i personally like commentator that like he's so good at it and he but he's he's a big name talent as well right he's in the words from a guy like Wade Barrett on commentary, in my opinion, as watching up from the outside, holds more merit with more fans than somebody who's never done it before, right? But there's some people that are so good and they can do that. Cool. And you need, you know, Michael Cole, and even though Michael Cole's wrestled, but he was never a wrestler, right? But he, he's he's fantastic. He's done it his, his, his majority of his career, right, with that. But I prefer guys, you know, like I like... Corey Graves wrestled, even though Corey never wrestled on the main roster and, and, and had the name, but he at least understood and he had done it. And right. And so it, it, he can, I like the commentary from former wrestlers that are also good on commentary better than a guy that if he wasn't a wrestler. So that's where I really think that they're really SmackDown is, is really, really cementing that, that commentary team in, into what I think could be a uh, a permanent duo with those two long-term. That's what I would do. And I think if when McAfee's ready to come back, I think you put him on Raw and you leave Wade. And unless you want a three-man, I don't know. It, I, I just, and McAfee, McAfee, Michael Cole, and Wade could be, could be something. But I like, I like Wade cementing that spot and, uh, cause I don't believe he's coming back wrestling anytime, anytime soon. I think he could, if he wanted, but I think he's, and this is, he, he makes fantastic money not having to kill himself anymore. And he had some stuff going on too, physically where it's like, you just get to a point, you go, is it worth it? it unless it's like a, a, a one-time one match deal, you know? where I think that would really interest him if they something with like McIntyre or Sheamus or, you know, uh, I know he's mentioned McIntyre prior. He's wrestled Sheamus so much, but you know, I, I could see him 
coming out from behind the booth on something like that. But uh, great, great addition to SmackDown. And uh, I think he, he's very, very happy now. And in, in, with the environment and changing and things changing, I think uh, he is, because this is his first time back on the road, like outside of NXT. He hasn't been in any Raw or SmackDowns, if I'm not mistaken. Outside of just being at SmackDown, and I watched a promo with him yesterday. He seemed genuinely happy. So, and, uh, you know, he's not living on the road like before, four or five days a week, beat up and hurt. And he goes to TV once a week, and it, it's, you get recognized, you get that thrill, that that adrenaline still, still probably gets to come out to his theme music. Probably that was probably pretty cool for him to, to be able to do that because they always have the announcers come out prior. And they usually they give him music. So I no doubt he probably came out to his boom theme song and and probably got to kind of relive some of that and but then not have to to go to go beat himself up. So it's uh he's good, man. He's 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 top tier on commentary. And I know I know he's my friend, so I'm I'm a little biased on it, but he uh I, you know, I think he had the voice and the authority of being a wrestler and where uh, his word carries more weight than your average commentator. Super Chat, Junior Owens, thank you very much. Many people don't know this, but Ryback actually invented podcasts before they were invented. Yeah, you know, it was it was just something uh, very shortly after I was born. I uh, started speaking at a very young age. And I, and I, and I would constantly tell the, the, anyone that would listen, but my idea of podcasting in the internet, and, and I, I think I invented the internet too before Al Gore with that. So it was just something that it was it was floating around in my head, and I and I said, you know, other people started shows before me, but I I was the one, and I, and I appreciate you understanding and respecting that. Don't get enough credit for it. It's something I don't really talk about a lot, but. Is it cooling down in Nevada yet? Yes, it, it is cooling down. This is my favorite time of the year. It is absolutely beautiful here in Vegas right now. She's a beaut, Clark. It's uh, it, it's very nice here right now. What are your thoughts on the tattoo problem with Orton? I don't know. What is the tattoo problem with Randy Orton? Goldberg will play NWO Ryback. <laughs> Goldberg comes back for a new, a, a new run as Ryback. That would be that would be pretty funny in the singlet. Uh, I'm doing very well. My shoulder is feeling uh, amazing. Uh, I have I've had the big issue is scar tissue at the top of this part all up here. This whole thing used to be like a rock. And I, my whole trap, and I, if you know, I've always had big traps and I, and I do a lot of trap work, freaking Jack, um, which doesn't help, but the muscle, it was, is so thick and, and, but it was like, just, it, I can't even tell you how big of a, the scar tissue, it felt like bone. This is, and I remember people that were working, this is, and I knew this years ago, they're like, oh, this is a definitely like not right. And then I'd be able to feel on my other one. And it's like, when I'm relaxed and you could push in and it's soft and it's like, I go, wait, there's no like hard, like big, huge lumps on this. Everything is smooth. And, 
And then on this one, there was like this big, huge thing sticking out here. And it was scar tissue that it like, I don't know if it just calcified and like, but that part was is holding on to the top of the scapula. I have this so broken down now. And the what I have to do is lie on a golf ball with my arms straight by my side. Remind you, I've had to do this in so many different stages in so many different areas. And this is like the, the area now that I have to get free that, that I've realized with my scapula because I could feel it. I could literally feel how it's stuck. I have to keep moving and I have to get the golf ball on this rock with all my weight and I got to move. And then I got to do quick movements with my arm to keep the tissue trapped and then to, but to expand the, the tissue away and it rips and it sounds like little just pops and then I'll get really big pops at times and it keeps getting and I've got it down to just this little section left that I got to get and this whole thing was like a rock before so and I know it's very difficult to get people to understand this um, but I have to get the mechanics of my shoulder the shoulders are very complex joint and and a lot of there's a lot of moving parts my scapula needs to be able to rotate freely because if it's not with the issues I have of not having any cartilage, what that is doing, and this is, and I'm not a medical uh, doctor, an expert, I'm just I've lived with it. So I understand kind of what's happening now when my, my humeral head will grind when I'm doing certain things, or I'll get little moments of instability where it feels just, it just feels really, it's painful, quite frankly. And, and it's because it's getting held up at certain points. And, uh, now though I could do, I could lift really heavy weight. I just needed to get free so I could do even more heavy weight and not have any like little after effects of like inflammation and pain, um, and have maximum stability. The, the, the maximum stability is, and we're very close is the most important thing, um, is for me is to be able to do things and move and be able to throw clotheslines and to do things and move my arm and not have to deal with the after effects of, of massive inflammation and pain right? I can go do anything. I can go wrestle right now and be, but then I, 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 can I do that over and over and over again and then not have to go backwards as far as like not being able to sleep in my arm, just being in constant pain and from not being in pain now. So I'm very protective of that. And I know I have very good instincts with my body on this, that I just got to get this and it's hours every day. It's hours. I'm going to go see my shoulder therapist today too. And, uh, you know, I'm doing everything I can, but like I said, luckily, I think the timing of everything with the legal stuff and the trademark, it's almost protected me from doing anything stupid and allowed me just to focus and like, look, you're not doing anything till this is over anyways. And, and it, right. So that's my way of looking at it very optimistically in a very positive way. But thank you for asking. I'm seeing you making YouTube shorts on you. Yeah, I'd heard a while back that YouTube, Gary Vaynerchuk was talking about this a lot here not too long ago, saying that YouTube shorts and what's going to happen because I've told you guys, there's a lot of stuff going on on all my social media. Uh, I went from making um, TikTok. I was making, I grew that account over there and almost to 3.4 million followers. Um, I'm not making any money on TikTok, very little. I was making, I got in this, after I created my, my creator account, I started, I got the account to where it got up to like making, it got up and within three months, I was making $1,500 a month on there. Um, and that was very early. And that was just growing like that. 
that number right now should be so high based off where we were uh, a year and a half or two years ago with the creator fund. And instead now on TikTok, I think I get like a hundred, two hundred dollars a month. That you think having a big following, it's because they and they're not paying for the views. Like they they've done something and they've changed the the format on on how they're paying. YouTube is going to be paying very well. It's going to be ad revenue. So if I can get the views on the YouTube Shorts, which we haven't yet, but we we're we're getting better views than I'm getting on my channel on some. We got some that are getting twenty. 30,000 views, those are all going to add up and they're going to getting the ad revenue, but they're going to start paying you. I think in January is it, the, the ad splits going to be way better. And what I'm hearing is that TikTok is going to probably be forced to change because I think YouTube shorts are becoming way more popular. And I think it's taken away from TikTok. So that's what, and I don't know all the details. I've just heard multiple people and content creators talking about it. Um, and I, I love it. So I could transfer all my my content. I have years worth of TikToks that I could just put a couple a day on on YouTube. And it's gonna it's gonna start generating more ad revenue. It's gonna help get the subscriber count up, which it has very slowly on that. Um, but again, it's gonna come down to two, I think, the videos. Uh another thing I'm gonna experiment with is trying to do shorter feeding time videos, uh, because those are pretty lengthy at times, almost all of them. And I know the, uh, I'm going to, I'm just trying everything to not give them an excuse for like why the channel's not performing like it was from the drop-off that it's had this year. And and it's, again, you know, I'm never going to, it's discouraging with things that go on and you do stuff and you're not seen, but I go, it's better to be seen by some than none. And that will never not be true. So, and that's the only way to, to look at it and to keep trying things and to try to expand and grow. Uh, this is a good question right here because it leads into uh, one of my topics I had. Uh, do I think Brian Cage is underrated? And I'm not even going to, I don't, I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about that match with Wardlow and what I saw and something that, and I talk about it on, on the feeding time that will come out this Monday a little bit. Um, something that's very important in wrestling. Like if you said, I've talked, I, I really like Wardlow and I think I, I wish they were doing even more with him. Uh, one of the things I do wish that I wish that that match, if you're going to do that match, I wish they would have, would have, I have no problem with that match being on TV because they, they have very few pay-per-views, right? What I would have liked to have seen was a story built into that. Um, whether it be a month before or weeks before I would have liked to see, I thought, I think they could have got a lot more out of that if they did put cage on TV even months ahead and built him up. He's been off TV for years for, has it been a year and a half, two years? I don't know how long it's been off. He's been off TV a year, year and a half or something. He's been off TV a long time. Right. Um, so that, that I just would have preferred, but things happen. I don't know that again, I don't know what the details of things are. I'm sure there's a good reason why he's not on TV quite frankly with it. And then after telling you this, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from a little bit. Uh, one of the things I noticed, and, and I want you guys to go back and watch this match if you if you got YouTube and go see, so you know that I'm not 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 making this up. Is Wardlow, who I believe has the most over finish on that show right now, the the power bomb and or the the the, the power bomb bomb symphony when he does multiple power bombs. I think the fan interaction on it is fantastic. 
I think I think it's a fantastic move. I love power bombs. I've done them my whole career. Like I think it's it's an over move, and he's gotten the move more over the way he's doing it with it. Um, but but nobody uh, is kicked out from it. It's been protected, right? At least that I can see that I've seen. He hits him with four or five power bombs. I think it was four. The, the total number was four, and he beats him decisively right in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Then we have the run-ins, right? And then, so I have the, the back-end business of this match. And I want you to go, and I want you to go watch this. I want you to look, and I want you to count from the one, two, three. And I look at the clock on YouTube, and then look, not even 30 seconds later, not even 30 seconds later, after beating him with the most over-finish on the show, with the guy that you're building up as this monster, Brian Cage is up kicking Wardlow in the corner, beating him up with the other guys. Not even 30 seconds. I think it might have been like 20 something, 25 seconds, maybe even a little less. Um, and that is absolutely horrible. Never, ever, ever, ever should happen. And I don't know how it happened. And it's I don't know if that was by design. I don't I know that they have they have people like Arn there. There's people that are there that know, like if they see that I somebody had to have said something to him after i don't understand how you just take four or five power bombs and then you pop up and you do a little little register and then you go right back and then they all powder out of the ring and he's completely up and fine as if nothing happened so you just told me that that doesn't do anything to you even though that but we've been telling you it's the most over finish on the show and it's beating everybody but not even 20-something seconds later, you're fine to be in – just to picture this in the in a match format, that if there wasn't a run-in and he did that and, and he hit those power bombs and then and Wardlow went into the corner and he's, like, interacting with the crowd, should I do another one? But 25 seconds – and then Brian Cage just pops up and starts beating him up again. It, you guys would go, oh, my God, this is an outrage. This is ridiculous. So why is it okay to do that? Because the match is over and there's a run-in. What you do is – and I don't know why – Cage should have just been dead, rolled out of the ring, stayed small, and the guys had not been involved in the melee afterwards. They didn't need him in this afterwards anyways. Let the melee go down, and then the other guys pick him up and help get him out, and he sells the whole way up the ramp if you want him seen on camera anymore. If not, just stay small, stay dead until the segment's over, and when it goes dark, have the people bring him to the back. I... For the love of God, I don't understand what's going on when I see that. That's something, and this is the stuff that maybe that people think like that isn't important. It is the most important thing in wrestling, and where people go, what? And it's it's a disconnect with it. And there, I'll tell you another example. This is stuff that you guys, you know, when Wardlow did the super impressive corkscrew flip onto Brian Cage, right? Hell of a move with it. Go back and watch that. Cage, and you have to shoot the guy off, and you have to be a little more gentle. You don't want him to because he needs his balance with all of that. But but there was nothing to for Cage to do because he's just shooting him off, right? <clears throat> so what's he do? The move takes a minute, and Wardlow almost with his footing took a little split second, right? <clears throat> so Cage is just standing there and like just watching, waiting to waiting for the spot. Here we go with that, rather than. And this is the stuff you got to have, and when you when you put together matches and when you do stuff, and and you gotta you gotta be cautious of this. That sometimes talent 
if they don't know that, and I was taught the right way with this by a lot of great people and learn this from working every night and let, Hey, let's do this spot. But like, Hey, can you give me a couple punches before go to shoot me? I'll reverse you into the corner. So that way I can maybe do a little spins, like a little rotation. I'm selling my face because you just punched me twice. And then I'll time it to where, when I'm looking up here, you come where it looks more natural. That's being a worker, being a professional wrestler that a lot of people don't understand that, that like in cage, that's you need to know. And like, my thing is like, man, you haven't been on TV. Maybe it's because of stuff like that and popping up and no selling a person's finish with it. Maybe, maybe that has a little something to do with it. And I, I don't think that's all of it, but like, that's, it's super important stuff where people in learning the moves and doing the spots. Yeah. Takes, it takes working at it and practice and, and effort, but it's the easiest aspect of the business that doesn't require a lot of thought. What does require thought is what are you doing in between the moves? What are you doing to go into the moves? That's the, th- the kind of stuff where people, they, they don't, they don't understand. And, and the guy, the greats all understand it. And you got to, you've got to, you've got to do that. And you got to give the people that to have it make as much sense as possible. It's acting. It's le- and there's levels to physical acting, right? And so that's an example of giving you guys a level change right there on physical acting with that. And I love Wardlow and I think he's doing fantastic. I want him to be more successful. I want him to be as over as possible because it's going to be good for that promotion the more over he gets. But if you have guys that are going into business for themselves, trying to look stronger, this and that, man, I hope to God that he, and like, I hope he hears this. And then he's cautious of this when he's putting matches. Hey, if we're doing this melee, let's make sure Cage is staying small, please, to protect my finish. You got to speak up on this stuff, too, because otherwise you get people like that that go into business. And it's going to come back. The promoter and word's going to get back. Agents go like, look, I don't think we could trust this guy in these positions. Not Wardlow, Cage with that. He's not. That's not doing good business with that. And I don't know how that got through the cracks where that was even allowed with a guy. But I would think you need to – man, I hope they put somebody around Wardlow and protect the – from stupid stuff like that. Cause it, it's not, had that been me, I'm asking some questions in the back and, and, and we're having some words on, on why, but I would have been, I don't even think that happens because I would have been cautious enough to like, no, he's not in the melee after what or why, why I wouldn't be. If I just took the finish, I'm dead. I'm selling the guy's finish because I want people to sell my finish. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I just, I just, that's my opinion on it. Quite frankly. Uh, I'm bald by choice, but I, uh, I just think I, I prefer being bald. I think it matches my, my voice and, and my energy, but I appreciate the question. I am, uh, plant-based and I do eggs. Um, but I am primarily, and I, I was, I was, uh, I was vegan for 13 months, full vegan. And I absolutely, uh, agree with it and love it, but uh, I am I am plant based and do I'm avo avo vegetarian. I believe it is called. Charles says YouTube is going to do a 50-50 split, which is way more than TikTok. YouTube Shorts is going to take over a lot of TikTok business. You're also going to have a separate tab for Shorts. Yeah, that's what I heard, Charles. Thank you very much for clarifying that. That is what I heard the other content creators talking about. Um, it might even been Logan Paul on one of his shows or somebody, I don't know who it was, or if it was 
Brendan Schaub. It was some one of those. They were just talking about YouTube Shorts, and um, so that's why I'm now in, I'm in that because what that will do is if they're doing a 50-50 split in my channel, I'm getting the views that I've gotten before. That's going to be very very profitable. Um, and again, at the under Feed Me More LLC, I, the, there's multiple revenue streams where money's coming in under Feed Me More LLC, and that's why this is why people I tell that people like with like oh you do. I, I just saw a comment I was the other day. They go, oh, you do YouTube. You must be hurting for money. And I'm like, or I love money, right? Like, I know I also have a business. It's just you either get it or you don't with all of that. Like, everyone should have a YouTube. Would you, you know what I mean? It gives you more options with it and more freedom. And it helps, helps sells me more supplements. It allows me to keep my brand out there. It allows me to talk to you guys. There's a lot of stuff you get out of all that that feeds in to other aspects of, of my, my business and my brand. So, uh, the 50, 50 split, I think TikTok's going to have to adjust if, if that's the case. Tyler sugar. Thank you for the super chat. I can't wait for the DX reunion on raw. Yeah, I saw they are going to be doing a DX reunion on that. That should be, uh, a good deal everybody i don't know if they're going to be able to get uh daddy is it daddy ass <laughs> what a ridiculous <laughs> daddy ass billy gunn is is is, is has maybe the best body and one of the best bodies in pro wrestling still at like how old is billy gunn now is he 60 billy gunn is like i i that's why i'm like watch i go man i grew up i was a kid watching billy gunn Billy, the smoking guns and like Billy Gunn is still highly relevant in pro wrestling. I think he's like the, he is the, had to have had the greatest longevity of staying youthful looking, which I know he hangs out with Mike O'Hearn, which if you know any, like that, that guy, they definitely have found some sort of fountain of youth uh, in some way, shape or form that, that Mike O'Hearn has shared with Billy Gunn. Because there's, I was just like, Jesus. Billy's 58 years old. That's like me waiting 18 more years to come back. <laughs> I got 18 years still that I could still, I could still come back. Gone for, for 20 something years. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, scissor me, daddy. He's in his 50s. Daddy ass, it is 58 years old, scissor me, daddy. I love it. He's he's made an entire career, his most profitable, lucrative runs of all revolved around the ass. Whether he was the ass man in, in DX or or daddy ass in, in scissor, scissor me, daddy. <laughs> oh. You never know what's going to work in pro wrestling, and that's the beautiful thing about pro wrestling. Sometimes something so ridiculous, if you commit to it, will get over. And, and, and now, and I saw them on the, on, on Dynamite and incorporating it into the the scissor off the off the turnbuckle. And I, I think that that's pro wrestling at its finest when you can incorporate pro wrestling and entertainment like that. Are you going to do League of Fire challenges? Uh, I've I've got two Pocky 2022 blue chip 
one chip challenge uh things out in my kitchen um and i'm saving those to do that video with phoenix marie at some point so i uh, i will do that uh but i'm not the other stuff i actually took out my hot sauces i have oh, i have so many things i haven't done i i have two boxes full of challenges and i just i it's not worth it because i told you it just ruins me i have to be able to i do so much throughout the day it like it just it ruins the rest of your day and like i've tried doing one of them at night it ruined my night i couldn't sleep well because internally it messes you up so bad where it's just uncomfortable and then that's not even talking about the hot shits you've got hot shits in a whole day afterwards at least just imagine every time just going to the bathroom just burning your asshole it's not a good feeling i don't know how the like i don't i i personally just don't enjoy it I don't know very many people that would, but you've got like the phase of like the heat. I've shown I'm, I can handle that like like a champ. I handle all of it like a champ, but like you've got to deal with the heat internally, like in the mouth and face at first, and then you've got to deal with the cramps when you're dealing with this super hot stuff. So then you're like uncomfortable for hours afterwards of like these internal stomach cramps as the heat is going through your intestines. And I just don't think that those extracts and things are good for you. After doing so many of them, I go, this just can't be good. This kind of heat being in, in like inside, like in your body. And, uh, and yeah, so, but using that stuff, like I'll put some of that hot stuff, I'll put a couple drops in my food and it's hot, but I can like, it's good. It doesn't ruin, but when you're just eating that stuff, like off a spoon and like, man, ugh. Yeah, capsaicin cramps are just awful for sure. And if you know, you know, if you've never had them, you know, a lot of people that do that Pocky One Chip Challenge will get it off of those. I don't really, I don't think the chips have ever given me the cramps. Maybe not, not at least, maybe the last one I did, the 2021, was it 2020 or 2021? I did, I, but I think I did two chips and I definitely, I think I might've got like light cramps on that. But the original Pocky chip I did a couple times or a few times and never had any issues. But that's when I was like at my peak of doing hot stuff all the time. So I had a very high tolerance. Whereas my tolerance is naturally high, but you've got to practice eating that stuff when you go into the really hot stuff. Otherwise, it's the cramps that you want to be conditioned for. Because if you do do them, you do, it does help not get the cramps. You got to eat the right things before and can't wait to see you return tonight with a pet bunny. <laughs> I'm coming back as a magician. It's a magician gimmick with a with with a with a pet rabbit. Can you imagine that's the day that that I if honestly, if you didn't want to get if if the, say it is the fiend or Bray Wyatt, personally, I think it would be pretty funny to 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 piss people off and have a magician debut with a rabbit and in the ring. And just people, but make it look like it's the debut of this new wrestler, new character, where everybody's just like, this is the greatest letdown of all time. Then I would hit the lights out, and then I would have Bray Wyatt return, take out the magician, and whatever business is going to be done. I would throw that extra layer in to make it, like, give people a little swerve. I think that'd be pretty cool. If you guys are listening, can we get a magician to Extreme Rules tonight to debut a magician with a rabbit? And then, then do whatever you're going to do after that. <laughs> I 
I am going to be watching Extreme Rules. I'm actually, because my office is right here, I'm going to be watching on the TV behind me. And uh, I don't know if you can see. I've got well, my computer chair back there. And then my, my PC. And I've got all my work stuff, all filing cabinets and all the stuff on the sides here. And uh, I spend a lot of time down here now since I moved everything down here. So I don't have to go back and forth between upstairs and down with the office. Extreme rule extreme rules is tonight, right? It's not tomorrow, it's tonight. Or is it tomorrow? If you take the airplane now, you could still mess up Wyatt's return. Yeah, they've actually got the WWE private jet. I've got to go hop right on that right after. I've got all my bags packed. And uh, they're they're rushing me straight to Philly right after this to debut. Yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, so yeah, the the, the Jets here now. It's not tomorrow. This is actually recorded. I'm not reading any questions live. This is recorded. I'm already in Philly. Looking at your comments here, guys. Super chats are brought up on the screen. Uh, I do have... uh, I did see also there was that John Moxley has uh, signed a new deal with AEW, All Elite Wrestling, uh, which I think is a a fantastic move on the part of that promotion. And uh, he's worth every penny of it whatever I'm sure he's getting a, a multi-million dollar contract. And I noticed, I don't know the specific amount. I don't know if that's come out. I wish they, I wish, and I've talked about this before. I wish it was, I wish wrestler pay was known across the board. I think it would help. It would, it would benefit talent greatly to know what other wrestlers are making. And it would show people that like, cause I think there's, and I've gone through this myself where we, you undervalue, you don't, cause you don't know and you don't get what you're worth. And, uh, and another thing that you need to know too, and this is something when negotiating contracts is, especially if you've already been like you've been in WWE or AEW and you have merchandise and you need to know what your brand is bringing in the company. It's a very important thing for wrestlers to know that. So, and I think that when you're negotiating contracts, you need to be able to, to, and you, you should always have representation. I think that's something in, in WWE always discourage that and wouldn't deal with a lot of people on that because they, they, it's manipulative and they don't want, and if you ask questions and then they just don't deal with you, they don't like that with that. But you've got to like, what's my brand making? What did what did the what did the Ryback brand bring in these past three years for the, each individual year for five years? What Let's see the years of what the actual company made. What did you actually what was the gross in net revenue off the Ryback brand during this time? And then you look, you go, oh, it made it made 10 million that year, 15 that year, 20 that year. 17 that year, 12 that year, five that year, whatever it is. And you can look at that and you could do, okay, well, this and that and this. You, But then you go, wait a second. Why am I getting such a small piece of that? Like you need to, because that's how you do contracts. You know, you got to know that now if you don't know what your brand is bringing in and you've never wrestled on TV, I think it's important. I think a company should be able to tell you the average. Well, this is what the average 
talent makes us per year based off all the talents we have is we on average make seven and a half million dollars per each individual talent. Super important to know that because then you could go, oh, why am I only getting fifty thousand dollars a year? If I'm, you know, or like, what? Why I'm not going to sign a five-year contract for fifty thousand dollars? If it really, really will get, put things into perspective, and that's because I've said that wrestlers are the most underpaid talents, and compared to other sports and entertainment, the the the, the, app, the numbers aren't right. And uh, but you've got it, a lot of people don't know this because it, it was always hidden; it was never talked about. I personally believe wrestler pay should be be very should be out there for everyone. And I know it, 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 it sucks like fan wise sometimes to like, but it, it's like all the pay of all other athletes are all out there. Why is that hidden in, in wrestling? At least it has, should be known by other wrestlers and like, you know, and I know sometimes they find out what like the top guys are making, but like, man, they, there should be just a database of that stuff where you could like, it would really, really greatly help pro wrestlers. I believe. And uh, but I'm happy for Moxley. He's he's done a fantastic job. Always gotten along. Always loved wrestling him. And I, I did see that they said there's going to be a there's some sort of I don't know if it's a clause or a, me- like a mentorship or I don't know what that entails. If he, I'm sure he's already kind of doing that to begin with, but maybe it's almost like kind of like an office position without making it an official office position. And maybe they found a way a loophole to kind of appease everything to, to where he didn't feel like it was an office position. I don't know, but uh, I'm sure he, he, he seems like he's going to be spending the remainder of his career in AEW. I would imagine. Pay varies tremendously it, 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 from developmental all the way up to TV. And it, it's, you know, and I just heard Kevin Nash, the click this podcast. And this has always been an issue in WWE and, and money was not nowhere near as good as it was is now when I was there, they've upped the pay tremendously, supposedly from, from what it was. Um, they though, I'd heard like during Rock and Austin that they were on million dollar downsides during their their big runs. They made way more than that with everything, but that was their downside. I go, you know how low that is in, in, compared to anything else. Like that's, and I know people here that it, it's it's crazy downsides in WWE. The, there's time people make under a hundred thousand dollars. Under a hundred thousand, that's not counting taxes and, and road expenses, and you're not making. You're, you're better off going and getting an office job. And uh, but I think some of that has improved over the years. I think I missed Tyler. Thank you for the super chat. Can't wait for the D. Oh no, wait. You already where do you got that one? I thought was there another one. Uh, it would be nice if Survivor Series had SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT versus AEW. That would be interesting. Uh, that will never happen. It would the the they've done the NXT before. I'm I I uh, I have no issues with WWE 
doing Raw versus SmackDown. And if you do want to do NXT, uh, I, I never believe though NXT should ever uh, win like they did those years prior because it is, and Hunter's even said it's a developmental program, unless you have a very special talent that you want. But I, I think you got to be very careful. I wasn't when you do that, but I do think it's a great way to get them and get exposure for one event a year and, uh, and have some highlighting moments with them. And, you know, but I always think it should be a Raw or SmackDown uh, team winning personally on that. And there's, like I said, there's always exceptions depending on, on who's involved and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I would like, but it's never, you're never going to get the cross promotion on that. In my opinion, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit WWE at all working with them. I think it benefits AEW a lot more working with WWE, but then you've got to look, why would you don't, you, you, you've got talent losing to other talents on other show. Do you know how difficult that would, that process would be? And you'd have to have talents willing to want to do that. And uh, with contracts and, and working, like, I, I just, I don't, I don't see that ever happening personally. Yeah, Big E was making $500 a week before he moved. Yeah, that was most developmental talent. We're on $500 a week. I had $750. And then, and I, I could have even, I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't know people. There were a few people making like a thousand when I got to FCW. Um, and it's funny, all the people that were making more never made it. And it was, and that it was, they'd signed some football guys, I think, that or like some people. And they were making like a thousand or fifteen hundred a week. I don't know if, and I know some of the divas at the time were making, and I don't think any of them ever did anything. They never of, of any that the ones that I was aware of, anyways. And uh, but that's not a lot. It, it, it's it's, and that's just a matter of the talent. It's very difficult to make it in general with that. But I, I did notice that correlation with the people that I know, the couple that I knew, they didn't even make it. They never even got never even got to the main roster. That happened, but that's that's most developmental talent. It very in the grand scheme of things, it's very difficult to get to TV. It's easier than it was the way that they have the system set up, but it's still, you know, there's only so many spots on TV. Walter, good to see you, buddy. Happy Saturday, my man. I hope everyone's doing well. I do enjoy the YouTube shorts. It's just simply like doing little TikTok videos or putting your videos. It's just short videos to entertain people or to put whatever content you want to put and if people have short attention spans on gen in general, well, that's why on videos, shorter videos perform better on YouTube. I don't I always take that into consideration because I want to, I like to just sit back and relax, but I need like 10 to 12 minute videos do way better than, than 30 minute videos. They just do because somebody will go, Oh, I'll watch that. I have time to watch a 10 minute video. A lot of people go, oh, I don't have 30 minutes. And so they don't even bother watching. And that is that is a real thing, though. Uh, let's see. Ever since I was 20 and my parents got divorced, I had anger and resentment. Uh, then again, maybe it was uh, for the best. And I've gotten over it ever since. And back then, I was in a negative state of mind. Yeah, definitely. I'm happy to hear that you're you're doing better. And oftentimes, and we don't even know we're in a negative state of mind. And it's always 
in connection typically to things that happen when we're younger, how we process or when we're, our younger brains process something uh, and it's not not dealt with uh, accordingly and you don't have someone to necessarily talk to or, you you know, some people do. Some people have other family members or things that could help them through it and they and they 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 end up, you know, they don't hold on to something with resentment or anger and then other people don't and some most people never figure things out just in any area of life and then others others do sometimes it takes longer for others than 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 some but it's uh yeah man it's it, i i can understand and i trust me i, I know and just talking you know from all my stuff with i've had to work extremely hard to, to stay positive all, all, as much as possible you know and and it's hard to like I've talked about the stuff WWE. You know, I, I, I say to people, you put yourself in my shoes and you have a family and a business and you've got a company suppressing all your you're restricting your social media that put out false stuff on you that has done things personally. Like it's a very difficult thing, right? Because it, it's a, it's affecting your life daily. So I've really gotten good at though at putting my efforts and my focus on the things I can control and try to and like the things that make me happy, the simple things so that and I go, okay, I'm going to keep my stuff, but I'm just like, I'm going to try to get it fixed. And I keep trying, but I'm, I'm not going to invest too much time trying to like, because it just ruins my day or moments of my day. And I don't like that. I like being happy more often than not with it. And, uh, you know, but it's, it, I'll tell you too. It's funny. Like on the, and talking about that, I'd message Twitter again. I've, I've, Twitter's closed like 40 something cases now. They, they, they will not tell me the period that my account was restricted. Now they're saying my account's not restricted, even though my impressions are worse than they've ever been. And, uh, the lady just, she, I go, she goes, Oh yeah, I have good news. Uh, they, they won't answer my questions either ever. And they just change the, they change the topic onto something. And she goes, you know, your account's not restricted. You have good you have good news. If you want to be seen by more people, you have to you have to you have to pay to boost your tweets. And I go, so you're not going to answer any of my questions. You guys have restricted my account for six and a half years, and you're still restricting it. You're lying about it now with that because they got whoever told me my account was restricted and I got the screenshot, they were not supposed to tell me my account was restricted. And I I I bet you they got fired from Twitter. I don't know what happened on that. Because they have tried anything and everything to try to not, they won't tell me why it was, and they can't tell me the time periods because it's it's been it would be it'd be illegal if you like it would it would, it would raise so many red flags because I would have that information right. That's not right, and uh, they just the lady just keeps closing the cases. They the the different people I deal with, and uh, and I and I but like I go, you expect me to give you money to pay to pay for tweets. When you guys are restricting my account, get out of here. And I like it, it's crazy, all of that. But I again, boom, okay, I'll send another message and try to get a hold of somebody else. And one of these days, someone's going to mess up and I'm going to get even more information that's going to be very valuable and, and post all of this. But Elon Musk, the good news is the deal is supposedly going to go that he's going to be forced to buy Twitter, uh, which I am, that is my, my, I'm holding on to that to being the thing that gets that Paraga guy fired and uh, where, and, and hopefully I hope they clean house of all the people that were there prior and get all new tech people in and, and make Twitter a, the great platform that I know it could be. <clears throat> <clears throat> I 
Ryback is the only one to beat Ryback for the belts. <laughs> uh, I not. I haven't, Brian. I haven't been keeping up with that feud between Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. I, so I'm not. I will watch the match tonight, but I'm not. I don't. I have not seen any of the the storyline with that. I appreciate the comment saying, well, I know your brand will succeed and you'll be making abundant an abundant amount of money very soon, my friend. Thank you very much, buddy. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. We sell a lot of products. We have 13 different products, Feed Me More Nutrition, all on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20 on there. Sign up for the discount program as well. Get a free bottle of the Brain Feed all, all this month, guys. Uh, our Brain Feed memory and focus support with your orders. When it pops up as your free gift, just check, uh, click it. And uh, it will be added to your cart. Is Bray Wyatt coming? Uh, I don't know who, who is going to be the White Rabbit, but I will say I think the way that the fiend was was released by WWE and I think it, it's not going to be received well if it's not anyone ex- but Bray Wyatt and I think it would actually I do think it, it is the perfect opportunity I'm hoping he uh he comes back as, as a new version of Bray Wyatt and not the fiend uh because I think I think the fiend could be done I think he'll be I think he'll play the fiend again at some point. We talked about this, so it's very difficult that sometimes when you build an, an indestructible character uh, with what you can do. And I, I never thought that that should have been – I thought it was booked horribly the way they did it. He never should have lost to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. It wasn't the right – he should have been undefeated until they did whatever – they could have done what they did with Orton and like that takes him off of TV for an extended period of time and then have him come back again as Bray – that should have been always kind of now with him being gone, the amount of time he's been gone, it's the perfect opportunity to bring him back, not as the fiend, so that he can he's he's a new version of Bray Wyatt. And and I think he'll be more over than ever personally, uh, with the way all of it's gone down and um and he'll be able to to wrestle more normal, right? And 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 work make more money with more people long term. And then eventually at some point in time, that who's to say you could always he has to go to a dark place and bring that Fiend character out for a special special matchup, right? That's what I think the Fiend should be used for for the rest of his career. One-off appearances or, or very short, couple, two, three months, and then back, you know what I mean? Um, where he inter- interchanges possibly. That, that to me, uh, is, and you can sell the merchandise still so for Bray and for Fiend. I think that would be very lucrative for all parties involved. And again, and two, and I've heard Seth Rollins talking about it. Again, this is where talent you have to just know, and it sucks because sometimes it's like, it, sometimes it's for you, and sometimes it's for the other guy. It should have been if that was the character they were going to allow on TV. It should have been, and you have a meeting with it, guys. We have this talent playing this special character. Here's the deal: he's going to be, he's going to be no selling certain things. It's got, you know what I mean? They explained it to everyone and this is our vision for it. It's only going to be for a certain period of time and we're going to make a lot of money. We're all, it's going to, 
it's going to be good for everybody. And it, like you where essentially you, you don't have to feel bad about putting the talent, that talent over that you're being buried and like, right. Because it, there's the talent's going to be protected for his duration until he's taken off of TV in a special way. And, and I think that's the kind of stuff. If you do that kind of character, you got to have some meetings on that. So everyone's on the same page. And, and sometimes I don't think that necessarily, and I wasn't there, so I can't say for sure, but I, I don't think that was the case. And I think it was like, well, how long is this going to go on for? And, you know, and, and that's why you saw some of the, the, the rift raft where it was like, he's indestructible, but then he just gets beat by Goldberg. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, that made no sense that never, it, it, it should have just been protected for a period of time and then taken off TV and, and bring him back. So perfect opportunity for him to come back as a magician with a rabbit now. <laughs> shell shock. Oh, first shell shock out of, man, did we make it literally an hour and five minutes without me having to throw a meat hook or a shell shock? That has to be a record on the Ryback show. Do I think Logan Paul can beat Roman Reigns? Uh, I do not think Logan Paul is going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Hey, though crazier things have happened, not not impossible. Surely wouldn't it be bad publicity for WWE uh, in all seriousness. It, it would actually... I think it would be a, a great move uh, PR-wise. But I don't think that, that – and, and I don't think that – I think down the line that, that could be something that could be possible. Uh, not on this not this particular time. I don't think it will be, though. Not today, Junior. And we don't see Kalisto because he couldn't write Luke Harper's real name right. I don't know. I remember something with all that. Kalisto's a great guy. Kalisto was always easy to work with, super talented. I had I had I, I what I considered fantastic matches with him on on TV and live events and pay per view multiple times. So, um, I don't know why he's not in AEW with that. Billy Bob says they have 100% destroyed your social media. How the hell can you even want to have a relationship with WWE men? Yeah, well, I can tell you this, Billy Bob, and, and it's, what do you do? You see the way the world works. You see you see the way the elites work. The, the, the big tech, the big business is all merged together. This is happening not just to me, even though I'm, this is happening. We clearly, I think, the people that know can see what's going on with my stuff, right? And I've been able to grow despite this. But when you limit your reach, and what they've done is they've tried to cut off my revenue in as many places as possible. They they don't want they don't want me making any money. That's why they don't want to pay me for the settlement. They don't want me. And this is what they did early on with it. And I'm holding to my guns. I have nothing to lose. I just need to get my health back. And if I can get back on TV and get on Rogan's podcast and talk, if this stuff is still going on, it's gonna it, it's gonna shine a light on it. On a, on a grand scale and I'm going to, I'll, I'll get on the TV shows. It's not going to be pretty on that. And it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be some stuff going. 
Like it, we're gonna be we're gonna be playing playing hardball with that, and and that's not gonna be good for them on that too. And and but that, I got to get my health back to get back right. And but this I got to finish this. I don't think there's anything wrong, and that's why I said a conversation needs to take place. I'm not saying I'm gonna have a relationship with them. I just want that conversation, to, and I want it face to face with it. And I because they know what they're doing already. They already know. They know, and I've got the paperwork. They know, and they don't have. It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation for them, not for me, for them, because and it, the, the BS and, and all that. Like, but it needs to be done with that, right? And that's but like, what do you do? And that's why that and we have it in the settlement, and to get it on paper that if I can prove this over time, they're going to be screwed at some point in time if they truly are doing this with it, and if they don't stop. Um, but what do you do? I've, I've tried. This is why I've gone public with it is I tried for years behind the scenes. I couldn't get anything done behind the scenes. I'm still talking to these people behind the scenes, still can't get anything done. Why they, they don't have to, what do you do? I've got the legal stuff with WWE. I'm not going to, do I go, do what you think I go sue the individual social media companies? Well, how do you, then, then, then again, how do you prove it? They have their all their database. They could erase things. They, there's, do you know how difficult? You know, they won't. They, it's like, what do you do? It, it, the best thing I could do is get healthy and get back on on TV and get on a big platform like Joe Rogan, and then people go, look, here's the situation. It, it, like, go back and look from this period for the last six and a half years, and you tell me, how is a guy that that had all these numbers not getting these numbers? And they TikTok. How am I the most followed pro wrestler behind The Rock and Great Khali? How? But uh, TikTok even. Go look at my video. You can tell when stuff's going on with my TikTok. How do I have videos on TikTok that only have one or 2,000 or 3,000 views? No other content creator with a huge following has. They all have. They're in the hundreds of thousands, all their videos. And I go, and it, I go well, how big would my other videos be doing if that wasn't going on? It's... Uh, but all I can do is keep creating content, but I have to, I, I can sit and talk about it all day long. I'm trying to take proactive steps to get this result. I have a family, I have a brand and business. I want to, I want to, to excel very difficult. You know, you know, again, too, how do I trust these companies paying them with my marketing? I don't, I don't, it's very difficult. But I have to pay for marketing. I have to have advertising. Who's to say they just don't burn? They go, well, let's keep them. They don't let them get the, you know, he's the, the, the budget. Like, I won't pay Twitter a, do, a dime. I won't give them a damn thing. I know like that's and the fact that they're even asking. That's what they told me twice on chats. They're like, yeah, you're going to have to pay to, to get seen more. That's odd. No one else is doing that on their tweets. Why would I pay to promote a regular tweet? that you guys are restricting me on already, you know, it, it, it's nuts, man. But and it sucks even having to talk about it because some people I'm sure get sick of it and they're like, geez, give me a break. And it's like, well, what do you want me to do? It's my life. You know how difficult, you know, there's a big difference between being seen by millions of people and then a few hundred or a few thousand. Big, big difference on that. Still better than nothing. And that's just the, the approach I have to take on it until it's done. Otherwise I get really mad.
yeah, your YouTube shorts get a lot of views compared to other vids, but even those aren't that much. And what happens is I'll tell you too, on the YouTube shorts, the videos will instantly go to like 20,000 views. I've noticed this or 15, they'll get a lot of views. And then all of a sudden they just stop getting views. And I go, why is that? What's like, it just, it's very odd, but like on TikTok, I've, again, I go viral typically when they don't have the account restricted multiple times a week with, with millions and millions and millions of views, but I don't know. And it, I, I, I talk about it so people are aware, but it's, and again, the whole thing is, and this was WWE's thing is perception is reality. And so, and this is how, and so what happens is when people click or people see, they go, oh, that guy, not a lot of people are really interested in that guy. What's wrong with him? What, what, something's wrong with him. What did he do? Oh, he must've done something. What did I do in 2016? Just left and just running my brand that I own everything for. And then too, another thing with people, they go, well, he's been off TV for six years. So that makes sense. I go, well, explain the, the six and a half years that's gone on. And again, explain how I'm the most relevant on TikTok. Doesn't make a lot of sense, right? You know, how does somebody, how can my neighbor put out, hey, I hope everyone has a great day and get thousands of likes. But if I do it, I get 30 on Twitter. doesn't make any sense. But, and that's why I post my analytics so that, and it's public so that when we can go back to this, it's on public record that people can see the impressions that the tweets got with the time period and go, and that that's the sole reason that I put that out there for you. So if you ever follow me on Twitter and they go, why does he keep posting his analytics? That's all being done for a very specific reason. Uh, yeah, Billy goes, you're one of the very few that got to keep your name. They must hate that. That's probably why they are doing this 100%. The WWE attorney, I could tell, they're very frustrated that I'm legally Ryback Reeves because that throws a wrench and it, it, it perpetuity in, in their contracts. That breaks that. And I knew that with that. But that wasn't the reason. I wanted, I've wanted to change my name, though, since 2008 when I created the name. And it has, I've talked about the meaning it has to me over and over on the show and on other things. But... It's, you know, they've done a lot of bad things and they know it. They're, they're well aware uh, that they've done a lot of bad things. So it's, um, but this is what, and it's to make an example of me for other talent so that they go, Hey, you want to, you want to try to play? This is what we're going to do to you. We'll, we'll ruin your life. We'll try to ruin your life. And that's why I've had to fight. And I try to like, it's crazy. But I've won everything. I'm gonna win this. It's all, and I, I firmly believe it's all, it's all gonna be made right at some point in time. It's the only way to look at it. You're missing out on a lot of money. Well, absolutely. Trust me. I, I I know exactly why it's being done with it. And I focus on the things I could control. And I, like I've told you guys, it is a slingshot being pulled back. And it is, it is, it is when it is released, this is all going to come back at, at a, at a level 
like just from years of hard work and dedication. And I firm, I firmly believe that. Uh, do I know Nikocado Avocado? Uh, I've seen, I don't watch their stuff. I've seen some clips. I don't know what happened to that person. It seems like they've gone through quite a bit and uh, put on a lot of weight. And, you know, people have things that happen in life. And so you never want to try to judge uh, like what someone's going through. And, but he, he I've, I've seen some pretty disgusting videos of him eating ridiculous amounts of food and, and, you know, I, uh, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. And, um, you know, I'm sure you get that people, you, the money, the people, and I, I've at one point was until they cut the revenue off on YouTube here was, was making, you know, and I still make some, but nowhere near what it was, but they, they're making most of the people that do YouTube to get the views. They, they make great, great money. I don't think people realize how much you can make. You can make a lot on YouTube with that, which is why this is so important to me. You know, if you can make $20,000 a month, uh, you know, over, over a few, what would you pick? I'd pick the 20 every time with it. And, uh, if not, there's people making a lot more with it. So you want to, you want to, it's, um, I, but sometimes it's easy to get, do things that are bad for you. And you see that with certain people on YouTube because they're making money and they're getting attention, but they're making, it's usually for the, it's not the attention as much as it is the money. And I was like, that's where I got away from. I'm like, well, I don't want to have to rely on having to do stupid things to be seen as much and, and want people to, to tune into, you know, for you, you want people to tune in for you so that no matter what you do, people are tuning in uh, and you don't have to put yourself like the, the people that just do crazy stunts. It's like, if you don't if you don't have a connection with them, they want to just see you doing crazy stunts, and it's that can take its toll. Where eventually, what happens when you can't do that anymore? Whether it through natural reasons or, or health reasons or, or physical reasons, right? So, and that's why I do understand too. Like I, I know people want to see me do the hot stuff, and it's why I think doing the chip every once in a blue moon, maybe throwing something that the channel we've done before isn't a bad. Maybe occasionally doing a whining with the Ryback, things like that, but. Because those are a lot of fun. It's just, I think it, it's a matter of making it fit. Yeah, uh, he says, you said food is energy and life is energy. Now I'm thinking about how much real food I should eat and limit the amount of junk food. Absolutely, my man. And this is, I can't stress that that enough. Life is energy, food is energy. And what we put into our body is the energy that we feed off of. And it, it, it influences how we how we look and how we feel uh, and our mood as well. And that's where you got to get to the very root of your problem. People that have problems in life, they don't realize that the way that they are eating and what they are e eating and drinking is 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 affecting them in, in multiple other areas and you've got to kind of spider web it and go back and you've got to fix that and then by your mood improving and you start feeling better and you start having more energy and then you'll be amazed that you'll actually be able to start your the problems that you have start disappearing over time and you know nothing ever happens overnight but you you'll feel you'll notice the difference very quickly on how you feel and then how you look and that will start if you start and you stay consistent such a, a, a tremendous impact 
But, you know, too, we live in a time, and, you know, and I've been guilty of this, and, too, even when I was <clears throat> younger, but you think, you sometimes think you're eating healthy, you're eating processed food, or you're eating way too much sodium, and, and like, you just don't realize that because we weren't taught that we, you know, I grew up within the era of processed foods when we were a kid. Luckily I had a, a great, have a great mom and, and she was great in making us real food growing up and eating fruits and vegetables. And I had, I, I lived, I was, I was much healthier than a lot of my friends as far as the foods that we ate. But I, I come, we, I grew up fast food was booming when I was a kid and the older we got, we used to ride our bikes and go eat McDonald's every day or go eat Del Taco every summer when we were out of school. And we didn't know, me and my friends would go, you know, but we were playing all day too. We were active and we were, we weren't like, we played video games too. We went, we, we did a lot, but we were always playing sports outside. If we played video games for three hours, we were also outside playing for three hours. Or, you know, if it was inside one day, it was outside the whole next day. It was, it wasn't just inside all the time. And we were outside almost primarily the majority of the time. So even though we'd go and like, I remember just ordering, always had a massive appetite, would order nachos, macho nachos, macho Mr. Pib, filling up that Mr. Pib sugar multiple times and then fill it up for the road and we'd ride back on our bikes and we'd go play games for a bit. Then we'd go outside and play, but we'd burn that food off because we were so active with that. But it was like, I didn't know it, like that how bad that stuff was and nobody ever told me. I think my mom probably said, oh, that stuff is not good for you, but you don't really realize it. Like, well, why is it not good for me? It tastes really good. We don't, you got to have somebody explain this stuff to you that like, well, look, it's because it has this stuff in it. It's really, really high in sodium. It's really high in, in fats and sugar. And it's this, this here is a much better option. And this is why this is a much better option because it's energy. Food is energy and life is energy. And you got to know that what you're putting into your body and these micronutrients and, and, and the macronutrients and the, the micronutrients within those macros your body processes those and you get much more of that stuff in this kind of food than you do with that kind of food. And like, I wish, you know, now we live in a day and age where we have this and I talk about it a little bit here, but where you can like, hopefully you think about this stuff. You go, yeah, I think I want to learn a little more. I think I want to try to do a little better, you know? And that's where like, you know, buying low, if you buy canned goods, try to buy the low sodium canned goods or and learn to really rinse your food out really well. You know, I love pickled beets. I love buying the canned beets way better than buying regular beets. And also the amount of time it saves me. Because when I buy regular beets, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to wash them. I've got to, I've got to steam them or boil them and get them really soft. And then I've got to cut them up into and put them into the, the Tupperware so I can have them and eat them conveniently. Tastes amazing. Love doing that. But I love pickled beets. I love the taste of pickled beets way more. And they actually sell low-sodium pickled beets at the grocery store that I go to or get my, my groceries from one of the stores. So I order a ton of those things. And then I open, I'll eat one or two cans a day, but I rinse them out really good. So there might be like 40 or 60 uh, milligrams of sodium per serving with that. But that's hundreds of, of milligrams of sodium in a can. But what I do is just soak them in water and rinse them out over and over and get, cut that down tremendously to where that sodium is at a much more reasonable rate than it would be. But it's still though better if I just, if I make the beets on my own, I I can put some, some, some salt on them on my own, but I'm going to be getting nowhere near the sodium. Right. But that's the only really can thing that I do that has a little bit of sodium in it and that I rinse off. And that fits into my allotted amount that typically 
with how active I am and doing my card conditioning in the sauna multiple times a week. And my blood pressure stays perfect right on that. So I don't really, but it's, uh, it's like looking at things like that rather than buying canned beans. You, you buy your beans by on the, and you see the, the things at the grocery store, they have the beans for you to scoop and put in the bags, right? You don't know. You're like, well, why those, you have no sodium in those. It's just pure beans. And you got to learn to, you soak them overnight. Then you cook them, you boil them or steam them. And then, and then you get those and you, you don't have that like high sodium. That's much better to do than buy a can, a thing of canned beans that have 3000 milligrams of sodium. That's just one, like, you know what I mean? And it's so that's where you're looking at fast food and you look at you, I go, you, you start looking at things a little different on, on, on how often you eat that stuff. You're like, okay, one time, but I, I don't want to be doing this consistently, consecutively all the time. And, and what other foods am I eating along with all this sodium and all this bad stuff at the fast food places, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Shane, any suggestions for testosterone replacement? If it drops the older you get, check out my feed me more nutrition, the big guy male performance formula. It is our natural testosterone and libido booster. It is blood test proven. I promise you, you will love it. I would, if you can order two or three bottles, but if you want to just try one, but I, I would give it and stay on it for three, four five months. And you're going to see, and there are people that stay on it permanently that, that use it for uh, testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, and I, I think you'll, you will, you will genuinely love the product. Super chat, Mitchell. Hey buddy, Shatane is back again. Hey Ryback, just wanted to say hi. Hope you're doing well. By the way, what songs do you listen to when hitting a PR? Would love to hear them. Thanks. Uh, Mitchell, I'm doing great. And I hope you're doing well. Also, it's good to see you back here on the Ryback show. What songs do I do? Man, my music is it's all over the place. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like there's, I, I, it just depends what my mood is on. I I've got so many different songs that, that, uh, like I, I don't, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything trying to hit PRs right now. I don't, but I, I do train hard and heavy still with that. You know, I, I listen to Sirius XM a lot now, the octane channel, and but a lot of my music I have comes from downloading songs that I've heard on Octane on the Sirius XM. So I love like just stuff like that, that, that those different, that type of music. Uh, it, it's, I'm just trying to think of the, like, it literally could be anything. I don't have just like one song that like, if I'm in the, 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 that song after dark by, 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 is it Kitty? Like, and I love the 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 tone of that song, and then they could be. I can, I'm just in the mood for Limp Biscuit. Hide my way or the highway. So like, boom, that might be a song. Tear away by Drowning Pool. I love different Step Up by Drowning Pool. I like stuff like that. You know, like the Hate Breed. I'll listen to a song or two here and there. I, I don't like that type of music uh, uh, a lot. There are certain things though where I like that. I do like it with it but hell man you, you can come up to me if i'm at the gym there's a good chance i have classical music on at times and you're just like what try back listen it's just the mood that i'm in i just go with it i like i'll sometimes be driving and i, I, I classical music will come on my playlist and i just leave it going that i go i'm nope i feel like and listen to a little beethoven <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, uh, Billy says, I don't think uh, regular Joes out there understand the power of Vince McMahon and his influence over certain things he can he can have. It's dirty, man. It's freaking dirty. It's like old school 1950s gangster BS. 100%. And I can tell you this, their attorney, the, I I kid you not, very evil vibe. It was, I did not feel good that day. And I like when I say I don't feel good, it felt weird even that being around that energy. And the guy, and I can tell you this, and I, I stared a hole through him when I saw him. He was sitting in a boardroom. We had to go into a room. And he didn't say a word to me when we got in there. And I had to go get, they didn't have, they had waters up front. I had to go to the front of the, the deposition place and go grab some waters. I had my coffee. And uh, he didn't say, he said, he said, hello, when the, the video, when, the, when we started the deposition. And, uh, but he didn't say a word. He just sat there with all his stuff. And, uh, but he, he, he looked at me and I didn't like the way he even looked at me. And I just stared a hole through him until we started literally just looking at like knowing that these people, what they're doing. And I'm just like, I have no fear. I have no fear. Like, and they know I have no fear with any of it. And it's because I've already, I've, I've done the, the positive step back and, and I, I, I served my time and, you know, and I, and I left and they held on and I'm like, you, it was the only thing I underestimated uh, on that, that I did not think that they would do. And it is, but I'm telling you that karma comes around and Vince is living his karma and that stuff. And they have to know at some point, like it, it it's coming back at you. you. You picked the wrong one. You picked the wrong one. And, but I think I've been chosen to, to and I think a lot of good is going to come of this. I truly do because I can withstand it. I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't get shook. I've been through enough things in my life where I, 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 I can handle it. Right. And I'm going to win, but it is, I didn't feel good that day, man. Meeting that, like it did, just gave very, very bad, very evil vibe. It reminded me at different times of, of up there around, around, you know, who, and uh, I did not like it. Huge fan of the bloodline. I, I'm loving everything going on with the bloodline right now. All those guys are hitting it out of the park. Every appearance that I've seen them on. Federico A. Pancheca, Sheiko, thank you for the super chat. What do you remember of Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper? Uh, remember a lot. I've wrestled Brody a lot. Uh, I remember uh, a really cool – We there was a time we had a European tour. There was something that bowling came up, and uh, and we talked I, – I, I talked quite a bit of trash to him for a while that I was going to kick his ass in bowling if we ever bowled. And because uh, I, I think I was, I bowled a little bit at home and I hadn't bowled in a while, but I'd bowled a few games at home or something. And like it came up about bowling. And in the locker room, I think Daniel Bryan was obviously there and a little shit disturber stirring it up. But I like Brody, something came up. Like I was like, he was like, I'll bowl you. And I was like, I'll kick your ass in bowling if we bowl. I go, I'm pretty good. And, uh, and I am pretty good, especially when I, when I, and I get on my hot streaks. I've, I've bowled uh, several games. Uh, in the 200s, and when I was younger, when I was bowling consistently, I was, uh, and I think we were, and uh, but if I, but if I'm not, and like I with after my shoulder, and I've gone a few times here and there. It's been it's been now years since I've gone again, but um, it, it, it's I, I still got it. But but so we finally were in his. I think we were in Albany, if I'm not mistaken. And there was he said there was a he. It's close to he lived somewhere not far. And it was after SmackDown, and we set it up with me and him, and, and, and he brought, and he brought his son and his wife, and uh, and me and him, we drank a lot, 
they they actually were giving us drinks there. Um, and and but the first game was the, the challenge, and he beat me. <laughs> I bowled horrible, and I will say the lanes were were piss poor. It was a I had a piss poor ball, no joke. It was it was horrible, but no excuses. He was using a piss poor ball and on the same piss poor lane. But I couldn't. I throw a curve in the way that I ball. I could. The, the lanes were not waxed well. It, it was it was not ideal conditions for me under the, under my style. But regardless, he kicked my ass. He beat me. He beat me pretty good. And that's why there's a picture I posted it with negative one with uh, the uh, holding all the money and uh, that I had to pay. We we played we we played uh, we played a game for money. <laughs> And, uh, and I think he negative one got it all. So I wasn't upset with that at all. So that that's a good memory that I have. We drank we drank a good amount there. It was it was a fun time, and uh, just wrestled him a bunch, man. Wrestled him when he was part of the of the, the Wyatt family, and I wrestled him when he had his singles run. <clears throat> I think when I was IC. Had the IC title, we wrestled a bit. I wrestled Rowan a lot too, quite a bit uh, on live events. And man, love those guys. But 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 Brody, man, just he was great. He was a lot of fun to wrestle. I always thought that uh, I, I I remember I just I remember being backstage because my match was after I think when he won when he won the IC title there when he had that when he had his singles run. And I just remember him being really, really excited. I was really happy for him, and uh, it, I wish we could have could have seen him uh, in a bigger role in WWE at singles wise than than he got to play at times. Um, but he was always just a, a lot of fun, fun to joke around with, fun to talk shit to. He would he would talk it back, and uh, yeah, he, he's greatly missed, obviously, by by everyone that that knew him, and he he was he was universally loved. Spanish Goddish, thank you for the super chat, man. I hope you do a meet and greet in California. Need your autograph on my encyclopedia. Thank you very much, buddy. I don't know any time I'm uh, getting out there, but uh, hopefully at some point in time. I do. There are, I am, because I I will, I just put up in my, my profile. I am, I will do signings because I, I, I haven't done, I, last year I did a few. And part of that too, it was, that was when, it's very difficult for me to, to leave uh, for extended periods of time with the dogs, with Sophie and, uh, and my mother works. Uh, and at the time she, when I, cause I stopped doing everything for Sophie when she, her disc ruptured. That's why I stopped all my appearances. I've talked about this. I think there was a misconception. A lot of people I think think they too. I was very active. I, I was one wrestling every week and uh, or most weeks. And, and I was doing signings all the time. And then, and so I had to leave, literally left hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table when after, and I just chose to, to do the right thing to keep my dog alive and not have to put her down because I just, I just, I would not have been able to, to live with myself. Uh, and I was going through all my back issues and I just looked at it, it as like, for me, it was, I, my doctor kept telling me I needed to stop wrestling anyways with all my stuff. And I, I was going against them because I'd started the supplement company and wanted as much revenue coming in until I had that aspect of the business under control. And, um, but that was why I stopped all my, stopped doing signing, stopped doing everything for years for like three years. 
didn't do anything. Then last year I did like three because my mom was still not, not, uh, she was able to watch the dog. She wasn't working because everything with COVID still. And then, then now she's back at work. So it's like, I'm very, that's why I haven't done any appearances since I haven't, I've got people come in and ask me to do stuff and I just haven't, but I did put my, my thing in the email to if people who do want to inquire about a signing and if it's the right situation and if it's in and out and I can get back in a matter of the right time, I'm more than open to going and doing some autograph signings. Uh, it'd be great. But that was why I stopped everything where some people I think thought like Ryback is blackballed from wrestling or sign. No. And I still get stuff. Like I said, it's just a matter of, of it being the right thing. And if it could work out for all parties involved and I'm more than open to coming in and doing some autograph signings on that. So. Uh, thank you. If I missed a super chat, let me see. Oh, there it is. Sorry, but Mitchell Shotanus, dude, I'm the same way. LOL. Sometimes I'll listen to Ronnie Coleman yelling, yeah, buddy. And lightweight baby. And I'll tell you what it works, man. Ha <laughs> ha. Man, Ronnie's a very pleasant guy, huh? I, I I've seen Ronnie. We follow each other on Twitter. I don't follow Jay and Ronnie are probably the only two Jay on, on Instagram because Jay's here in Vegas, Jay Cutler. And I don't agree with all the drug use. And, and I wish those guys were more open and, and would tell advise people on the, the ill uh, side effects. And, and because there's so many that are going to go down the same path and you see people just dying left and right uh, on it. It, it, it. It's truly unfortunate. It's a very risky game with it. But uh, Ronnie you know, and I, I, I sympathize, I sympathize with Ronnie Coleman, uh, because I see what happened to him and you see Ronnie, <clears throat> his back, excuse me, my back, if I would have had the surgeries, I needed the five disc fusion. If I would have went, he was a, a, another big reason because he had his surgeries and I saw, I go, Jesus, that isn't the way to go. And that, that pushed me even further into looking into the stem cells. That was one of the things he was a mess, man. And he's, and you watch him now and he's walking and I, I feel that pain because I know the pain that I was in and the nerve and my leg going soft and my leg was numb. And, and the, the, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't even tie my, like I was bad guys. And, and, like I was taking ibuprofen all day. I couldn't even in the morning at the worst, my whole right leg started atrophying. And like couldn't bend over in time. I used to have to like my boxers. I used to like Houdini with my feet sitting. Like I'd be at the edge of a, of a couch in my upstairs room. And I couldn't even, I mean, I was bad. I was still wrestling by the way, like this. And I, my weight belt was as tight as I could get it and breathe comfortably still. And like, I, I was, I, I, it was bad, but I see the pain that he's in and it reminds me, I go, Oh, he lives with that every day now. Cause, and again, He's had all these surgeries and like hardware's busted because he's still working out. And then there were other things that went wrong. But once you start messing with your back and he has like the atrophy because he has the nerve damage and I just see it and I just go, I have truly been blessed and been given another chance at life and like to like to even be just where I am in health. Like, cause I see that, but he's like, where I'm getting at with this is he's so pleasant still. And I know the pain that he's in. I feel it because I've felt it. And I, I bet it, I'm not comparing 
I don't know, like as far as his pain, if it, it, any worse or better. I just know how crippling it was when I had it, and I see that crippling pain. You can just see it, and he like the fact that he's still, you know. I I don't I don't see the outcome being great with Ronnie long term because like it, it just because it's so bad, and he, he he's still not like that old. I I, I don't know like. His health is deteriorated so badly because of that. It, 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 I just hope he at some point can find a way to to be kind of active on some things, but not push it. And I don't know how happy he's going to be if he has to give up weights because it seems like he's he's holding on to that. And I understand that because I've done it my whole life. And I and I and it's like I just think he's just living every day, one day at a time. And and when the time is up, the time is up. And uh, and he did it the way he wanted, but it's. He's a he's a very motivating figure to like of of the pain and to see him still in, in you know when at least when he's on camera he he looks to be in good spirits. Uh, I will be watching Extreme Rules tonight. Also, yes. And I will say we will wrap up uh, today's show here. And, and again, the the passing very unfortunate. I, I don't know uh, Sarah Lee, the former Tough Enough winner, and I didn't know her. Um, and that was after I'd left. And um, I will say, and just uh, just send condolences and positive thoughts to her family and to Weston Blake. Weston was a guy um, when I came back. I think it was after my groin injury when I had to. I was out for like. Um, I don't know how long I was out for. If I was out for a couple months with that or whatever it was, it was pretty quick turnaround. It was irrelevant to all this. But he was the guy I actually got. I got to work with him at NXT. I went down to NXT for a week. Um, and and so he was, Weston was the one who they put with me to to work on whatever I wanted to work on and and to take whatever I wanted to do and, and roll around with me in the ring and, and to make sure that I was ready to go back to TV. Um, and so when I saw that, and I didn't, I saw that they were married prior, but I didn't, I didn't realize it. And I saw that and I said, oh man, cause I don't know him well outside of just my time there. He was great with me and we got along great. And, but I, I wasn't, he wasn't, I didn't know him. I didn't know. And I never, he wasn't someone I ever stayed in like contact because he was in NXT and I was on the main roster and we just, I just didn't know him like that, but, uh, just send positive thoughts and prayers to all of them. I don't, man. I'm looking, I don't know what the cause was. And it's very, they're not, they're not putting that out. And I don't know if they will at some point. They said she had a sinus infection and was overcoming that. And, but back in the gym and and then something had happened. So uh, I I just, they have three kids together. Just, uh, there's just stuff that happens in life. You just, you go, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And that's one of those things you're like, why? And uh, so, but just thoughts and, like I said, positive vibes, prayers, whatever, whatever you want to call it with, with their family and their kids and, and, and to Weston. So horrible, horrible situation. Yeah, 30 years old. Not, again, I, I, I'm very, I'm personally curious to see what, what, what happened. 
I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to speculate or and I've heard some people say some things and what they think. And I go, I don't, I don't know enough to, I wouldn't, wouldn't even speculate on it and we'll see if they come out with anything. And, and either way, it doesn't, the, the result is, is, you know, just positive thoughts. That's all you could say at this it's horrible. Thank you very much, saying, man. I wish you'd come back to wrestling. Like Scott Hall said, bad times don't last. Bad guys do. Feed me more. Thank you, buddy. It's one of my favorites. I've got to come up with a new phrase for that with with big guys. <laughs> Something with big. So, but big guys do. The uh, we're gonna wrap up today's show with that, guys. What do we do? Hour 44 today? Man, that might be the longest show we've done in a long time. But doing one show a week, I kind of like doing the longer versions. Then I get more get, get more clips out of that too. <laughs> but depending on what we talk about for things and whatnot. So, guys, thank you as always. I hope you have a great weekend. I appreciate you tuning in for the Ryback Show. With that, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition. That's the best way you can show your love and support. If you don't want to buy any of the supplements, we've got all the merchandise on there as well. Uh, all top-notch stuff on there and the best supplements on the planet. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 over on feedmemore.com on, on the premium supplements and the merchandise over there. So check that out, guys. Let's have a great weekend. Enjoy Extreme Rules. I will be watching that tonight. Uh, and uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.